for a subheading today. Let's talk about don't take the bait. Amen. Don't take the bait. Now, it bears repeating offense is Satan's number one trap to create division among God's people. That is Satan's number one trap to create division, separation among God's people. And I submit to you, offense has been the bane for a lot of believers or the destruction or the ruin, affliction for many, or their downfall, all because they took the bait. Relationships have been fragmented because of offense. Many have become spiritual vagabonds or literally parapathetic or people who wander from place to place, never getting to that place where they are finally settled. So they have bounced from church to church, from organization, from organization to organization, never becoming settled because they have allowed that offense to take root. So I want to admonish you, the only way that you are going to get to that place where you can live offense-free, you have to make the decision that no matter what tries to come my way, I'm going to respond just as Jesus would have me to respond. <clears throat> offense, <clears throat> and I want to show you a couple examples of this, but offense for some is the provocation behind murder, retaliation, hatred, bitterness, and the unwillingness to forgive. You can turn me down just a little bit, sir. So I want you to uh, make a decision that I'm going to live offense-free. Now, something we're going to see, again, is that offense is going to come. You're going to be offended. But it's allowing the offense to take root that causes the danger. You're going to be offended. But just because you are, you are offended doesn't necessarily mean that you allow that thing to take root. Because the mature person, the wise person, overlooks insults. They overlook immaturity. They overlook people who have yet to grow. <laughs> As a matter of fact, when you allow it to take root, it's an indication that perhaps I am still a babe in various areas. Especially when I, you know, when we state the claim, I've been saved up teen years. Well, you ought to be a little bit more mature now. Amen. Psalm 119, 165. Let's read this out loud. Ready? Let's read. Great peace have they which love thy law. Hold on. Great peace have they which love thy law. His word, your precepts, your ways, and nothing shall offend them. So to properly understand 
nothing shall offend them is to understand that not that it's understanding that not that offense won't come, but when it comes because of my maturity, I don't allow the offense to take root. So I respond according to the word. Therefore, nothing causes me to stumble. It's not that offense is not going to come because we're going to we're going to see that. But when it comes, I respond. According to the word, I don't allow this thing to take root. So to love God's law is literally living in agreement with his word. In other words, you do what it says to do. And you cannot get to that place without being a person who is constantly not just praying, not just living a life of worship, but one who constantly responds to the word. Because just because you hear the word doesn't necessarily mean that you do the word. It is those that actually do the word that sees a remarkable difference. Amen. Proverbs, let me show you something. Proverbs 12, 16. Let me see this in the TPT. If you shrug off an insult... And refuse, see, and refuse to what? To take. Notice, we've been saying it's not that offense won't come. It's taking the offense. See, you just don't want to take it. What do you mean? Allow that thing to take root. <laughs> it's, it's, as we've seen last week, it's no longer been bothered about what people say about you. I'm above that. Why, one, I can't control your mouth. Two, I'm not measured by your opinion. And if truth be told, the only person whose opinion that weighs on my life is how my father sees me. (laughs) Are you with me? If you shrug off an insult and refuse to take offense, You have what? Or you demonstrate discretion. You are a wise, you are a sagacious person. But the fool has a short fuse and will immediately let you know when he is offended. See, the fool, see, a good indication that someone has taken the bait, you would know, and I said this in our leadership meeting yesterday, you would know by their response. <laughs> you would know by their actions. Oh, you offended. No, I'm not. Oh, you are offended. And see, one of the dangers about uh, uh, allowing, notice how it, taking an offense associates the, ind- the individual with foolish people. And it's foolish to let that thing take root because, as we mentioned in the last several weeks, you know, those cousins start attaching themselves to you. So you start off angry. Then it turns into bitterness. Begin to hate Are you here? 
want to retaliate. Why? Because I've allowed that thing to sit. And marinate. <laughs> so you're plotting during that time. How can I dethrone her? How can I dethrone him? How can I tarnish, they think, her name? How can I tarnish his name? How can I throw a wrench in his program? That's why in the church when people get offended, they don't leave without trying to at least have several casualties. <laughs> Who want to live offense free? See, see, you know, I, I, I know we want to hear the pastor tell me where my car coming, with my house. See, I was because if you're offended, you won't enjoy the new house. If you are offended, you can't enjoy the new car. If you are offended, you can't enjoy the finances. Not like you. Why? Because I'm so gripped with this hatred and this bitterness and this. Is it Ecclesiastes 7 and 9? Let me see something. No, you should. Let's see. See, don't be eager in your heart to be angry. For anger dwells in the heart of fools. So the foolish person will let that thing take root. That's when it becomes dangerous. So I want you to understand that it's foolish. It's unwise. It's a mark of spiritual immaturity to allow that thing to take root. And see, one of the reasons why it's foolish, probably one of the most important reasons we shouldn't take it because it harms you. More so than a person that you think offended you. Because you have two types of people. Those who were truly offended and those who, were, those who thought they were offended, but they really weren't. But either case, to take it as a choice, it still has to bother you. The Lord is trying to free somebody. Uh, you haven't talked to whoever in some time, but I'm not offended. <laughs> and you used to talk regularly? Yeah. Who is that for? I'm not saying you have to resume talking every day, but you will see the fool will always show himself, herself. This is good. Let's take our time. No rush. 
Why? Because there are those who want to live stress-free, strife-free, and tired of being stuck. Luke 17, this is our core set of scriptures. See, see, I hear you. You're thinking about what they did. <laughs> see, you have to focus on you. <laughs> see, I wish he was here to hear this. No, no, no. I'm here. I'm taking heed to my. Then he said to his disciples, talking about Jesus, it is impossible that no offenses should come. So off traps will come. It's when you fall for the trap, don't let the trap entrap you. Get up. And, the re- and see, this is why we fall for the trap, because the trap is always hidden in hopes that you won't see it, and it's baited. So when you do fall for it, it will keep you locked up. But just because you failed doesn't mean that you have to stay there. Yeah, you might have got me in the fall, but I got back up. It's not allowing yourselves to remain stuck. It's not allowing yourselves to let that thing take root that only you become free. It's impossible that no offenses come, but woe to him from whom they do come. It would, be better for, it would be better for him if a milestone was hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. Then he should offend one of these little ones. Verse 3, take heed to yourselves. Do you see this? If your brother sins against you, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. But take heed. Notice what Jesus says. Take heed. To yourself. First, he tells us, listen, it's impossible that no offenses, plural, should come. So, be a whole bunch of, and what happens to most people, they're offended because they allowed a bunch of little things. They allowed a bunch of little things. And see, it always starts off little, little, th- little seed, just entertaining the wrong thoughts and letting that thing grow and grow and grow. Which turns into, see, you allowed it to take root. You have to learn how to brush it off. You have to learn how to. You see, here, here, the biggest thing you have to get over or understand is that your opinion does not matter to me. What you think about me is of little significance. Because you are not my God. You are not my sustainer. You are not my source. Nor does life flow from you. So a person's opinion is just that. Your opinion. Some like blue, some like yellow, some like pink, some like green. It's all personal preferences, opinions. 
it's your opinion that men shouldn't wear pink. That's just your erroneous opinion. So the man who knows who he is in God and is very sure of himself rejects, nor does he care about, I don't know why we had to go here, your opinion. So whoever was distracted, please come back. That was just, I thought I used myself as an example. But the word offense is the Greek word scandalon, which literally means to be a snare, a stumbling block, a cause for error. It stresses the method of means, listen to this, of entrapment. Or how someone is caught, watch this, by their own devices, like their personal biases or their carnal thinking. So the mere definition lets us know that even though I fell for this thing, thing, it's my choice. My own biases and personal opinions is what makes the individual take it. Because you don't have, you don't have to take it. Someone who harbors unforgiveness, listen, this is not making allotment and excuses for the offense. But even though it was deep and it really hurt, again, if you allow that thing to take root, it's going to hurt you much worse in the long run. Oh, okay. Again, offense itself is not dangerous. It's when you allow it to take root that it becomes a danger. Who gets that? It's like this, Alina. Yeah, what he said, it, it hurt me. I was offended, but I shook it off. See? But it's when I let it take root, and now I'm assaulting, insulting. Watch this. Scandalizing them. Trying to sabotage them. Oh, social media is, is a good example of we see of people who have allowed this thing, to, who took debate every day. What they're trying to do? Dethrone, scandalize, tarnish, put your business in the street. Fools make themselves known. And from this word, we get the English word, scandalizo. Watch this, which from we get <clears throat> uh, scandal or to scandalize. That's what we, again, you engage in malicious gossip. Try to defame someone. And metaphorically, it's any person or thing by which one is entrapped. So again, it's when you allow the offense to draw you into sin or to error. So it's when you allow, Sister Hill, the offense to draw you into error. 
It's when you take it. <laughs> it's going to come, Letitia. But I don't have to take it. And the most of the time, again, we fall for it because it's hidden. You camouflaged it so well. I I never would have thought he, yeah, because he was that deceptive. And some are under this illusion that those who are closest to us will never hurt you. And more most often than not, we are offended at those that are closest, the closest to us. But it's still not an excuse. This is good. No, 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 no. See, see, no need for screaming and hollering and because you cannot shout out offense. You can fast seven days, 40 days, and still refuse to let it go. You have to choose not to let this thing all take root. Are you with me? (sighs) Where are we at? Notice he said, take heed to yourselves. In other words, give full attention yourself. Stay alert. You hear? Why? Why should I stay alert? Because when you allow that thing to take root, you're going to be harder to win. Do you hear me? If you allow it to take root, no one can get through to you. Because the first thing that goes when you allow yourself to be offended is your hearing. Proverbs 18, 19. This bears repeating again. And see, some are in denial. So this, I need to hear this and hear this and hear this because, again, most oftentimes the person who has actually allowed it to take root, they walk in deception. I'm not mad. You are. Well, how do you know? A brother or sister Ladies, so women are offended also. Because the lady that's deceived would say women cannot be offended. Girl, let me show you. Look at, see, a brother. There's nothing in that pericope or that verse. I did a critical analysis of this particular verse. I scrutinize it. I use every exegesis principle known to theology. And it says, brother and sister, you are wrong. 
That's eisegesis. Is when eisegesis is when you put your own presumptions and assumptions onto a text, and you go into error. But exegesis is when you properly interpret it through scrutinizing and analyzing and making it fit within the context of what the writer intended to say. So ladies, you can be offended too. A brother offended is what? Listen to this. Harder to win than a strong city. And contentions are like bars of a castle. So the first thing that go, and we've elaborated on that again, in ancient days, cities were fortified. Remember Jericho? So, and, and when someone would try to breach, notice sometimes it would take years for the enemy to get to those walls. And sometimes it takes years when you allow that thing to take root for people to overcome the ones who do. Absalom allowed that thing to sit for two years. When Amnon, his half-brother, raped his sister. Maybe I'll show you that. Your hearing goes. Then two... An offended heart, listen to this, is the breeding ground for deception. What you see is not what you see, and what you hear is not what you hear. It makes you oblivious to your condition. Why? Because you're so focused on the offense. You can't see anything else. That's why it's hard to get to you, because you're so focused on the trap. When you should be trying to escape. Because if you stay here, it could be detrimental. Yes. Offense colors your thinking and it distorts your outlook. Yes, it does. Your judgment becomes impaired. Are you with me? Your judgment becomes, what did I say? Impaired. When you allow it to take root, it deceives you. Listen to me. Divides and it destroys. It deceives, divides, and what? Destroys. Proverbs 18, 1 and 2. Let me show you something. Look at someone say, don't take the bait. It's almost like the rat he he stole the cheese without allowing the the, the little thing to Get him trapped. He was offended, but he didn't allow that thing to. That goes back to what I said earlier. No, you failed because you were unsuspecting. You never would have thought, but I didn't allow that thing to keep me. 
And the only reason he took the cheese because it was coated with peanut butter. So those of you who have rat problems, <laughs> oh Lord, not not you in like not you you. I meant to say, those of you who know people <laughs> who have rat problems. Yeah, seriously, it's none of you. Because I see your pictures and, and your posts, and a rat would never live there. Marble floors, imported from Dubai or wherever. I don't know wherever you get special marble floors from. But one of our other locations in uh, Alabama, uh, years ago, they used to, I don't they, 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 for some some kind of way they were getting into the back of the church, and I think they were crossbred with some type of animal because they were <laughs> abnormal. They weren't like rats, like you know how, like Grandma used to have a little bit back like that. No, no, these were these were like. Rats on steroids. You, you ever see, were they Sister Hill? You ever seen them little armadillos in a row? They were like that. For real. So we had to get that big rat trap, you know, the big one, not that little bitty one. And the dude was like, man, if you want to catch it, coat the cheese with peanut butter. Yeah, so we, or me rather, coated, took some cheese, put a coat of Jiffy Lube now, Jiffy, something about Jiffy, Jiffy peanut butter. So I don't know. So if it don't work, get Jiffy. Watch this. Uh, and did we not, after about, I think we got the whole family, not, not simultaneously, but after that, we would come in there, boom, there go one, okay? Coated, boom, there go two. Until we got the whole family. But guess what? Again, it goes back to what I was saying. They, they, see, they took the bait because it was hidden and it was baited. A man who isolate himself, a lady who isolate herself seeks, do you see this? His own desire. He rages, listen to this guys, against all, we've we seen earlier that the wise person will shrug off an insult, but the Watch this. He raised himself by judgment. A fool. Listen to this. Again, notice how this has been associated with a fool. But a, a fool has no delight in understanding but in expressing, expressing his own heart. That word isolates in Hebrew, it means to divide. Notice I said when you take debate, it causes division. So here it means a man who divides or one who separates or go, it means to go apart. 
separates themselves. We're not talking about from mephitic toxic environments, but because one, I'm not, I don't want to hear anyone. How, how, do, I, how, how do you know we don't want to hear anyone? Because he has no delight in understanding. <laughs> you hear? Do you see this? Someone say, don't take the bait. Now, we said there are four ways, and there are probably more, but I'm giving you four, that seeds grow into us. Okay? There are four ways that these seeds of offense grow into us. You got to remember, it always thought, offense always starts as a thought, and thoughts are seeds. So these little thoughts are seeds that enter your mind. And here's the thing, and when you allow the negative seeds to remain unchecked, that's when they take root. And this bears, this bears repeating, um, and we're going to see this. You become a magnet to rebellion, lying. People who are offended, they lie to you, on you, about you. Yeah. Again, it's, it's impossible that at some point someone's not going to disappoint you, hurt you, lie to you, lie on you, try to sabotage you. But you don't have to take it. Oh, this is good. Lying, envy, strife, hatred, jealousy, bitterness, rage, murder, unforgiving. So the four ways are what others said to us, what others did not say to us, what others did to us and what people or others didn't do for us. Now, let's look at uh, the first one, what others said to us. You remember, you're familiar with the story of David, how this giant of a man, Goliath, was taunting the armies of God. And while others were somewhat apprehensive or afraid to go against him, David, having had a history With God coming through, that's why your attitude should be if he came through once. As you guys see, if he did it before, he can do it again. So the king puts out 
a decree that whoever slays this man, he goes through all these things that he will give him and lavish him with. So David has five smooth stones, but one giant. It wasn't that he thought he would miss the first time, but he had four other brothers. Yeah. How do you do it? Study. So, but Goliath had four other brothers. So, just in case you don't get the message for what happened to your brother and decide that you want some also. I have some meat for you too. Now, now I don't know if they were. Now, David knew that he had these brothers. Now, whether they were present or not, I don't know. But he knew. Now, just say he was there or they were there. You know, after you see a giant fall like that, you would probably have, you know what? He did a thing to me. I didn't like him anyway. He was a bully. <laughs> Speaking to that, the scripture tells us you, you should have no offense with someone or issue with someone who has done you no harm. Get that for me, Tamara. So, so, so see, 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 see. Oh, see, that shows a mark of maturity, too. See, no. The, it was your sibling that got offended. But, but, but see, we start talking with carnality. That's my brother. Yeah, but what did he do to you? Yeah, yeah, that's my family. That's my blood. But I'm not going to take on something that's potentially dangerous for me and you did nothing to me. The best thing I can do for my sibling or my family member or my friend is encourage them just like I shrug it off, shrug it off. Don't strive with a man without a cause. If he has done you. So I imagine Goliath's brother said, the man has done no harm to us. Someone need to screenshot that. So here, he defeats Goliath, you know the story, and the sisters, they're coming back, and they're just happy and singing, and they go to talking about what David, oh, well, let's look at it. So what others said to us. See, you can be offended because you don't feel appreciated. No one ever says thank you or compliments you for your effort. It's not that they forgot or just, it's not that they're not trying to, but if you're doing it for that, perhaps your motives are wrong. If you're sweeping for me to say, oh, you did a good job, stop sweeping. See, because pride has gotten in there. So you're doing it for the applause of a man. When you should be doing whatever you do, the scripture says, in word or deed. So you should be doing it 
in the name are unto the Father. Are you here? So let's look at this, this first example. 1 Samuel 18, beginning at verse 6. Listen to this. So one way people are offended are what? What others said to them. Now it happened as they were coming home. When David was returning from the slaughter, slaughter of the Philistine, Philistine, that the women had come out of all the cities of Israel, listen, singing and dancing to meet who? King Saul with tambourines, with joy, and with musical instruments. Verse 7, so the women sang as they danced. Do you see this? And said. Do you get this? What others said to us. Watch this. So they were singing, and said, Saul has slain thousands, or his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Then Saul was very angry. And the saying, and the, and the what? And the what? Saying displeased him. See, listen. He falls under one, two. What others did not say to us. He falls up under uh, uh, what others did hurt my feelings. Well, they venerated you. They, they were true to you. Thousands. That's good. I want the glory you give somebody else. See, pride. That's another message. Watch this. Then Saul was very angry and the, and the saying displeased him. And he said, they have ascribed to David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed only a thousand, only thousands. Now what more can he have but the kingdom? Saul eyed David from that. Y'all know what happened after that. He tried to kill him. Went on this rampage. Let me see verse 9 in the Amplifier. Let me show you something. I want to show you how that thing will turn you into a monster. Watch this. So Saul looked, or Saul looked at David, watch this, with suspicion and jealousy from that day forward. All because what was said. All because of what wasn't said. Are you here? And from that day, look with suspicion. So offended people are always suspicious. See, that's when those accusations come in.
jealous. Do you see this? Read through it as you get home. But David, who had every right to retaliate, he understood that, one, this is God's anointed. And who am I to touch God's? I'm not going to allow this thing to offend me. Although I have every right, because I submit to you, if me, as the pastor that you say you love, 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 <laughs> shot anything toward you, it doesn't have to be, a, it could be a BB gun that went way left, left field, I submit that is the day where your love for pastor ceases. He tried to hurt me. But he understood Sister Gideon, he could have that thing could have very well got him over into offense. But he didn't take the bait. Well, how can you say murder came out of that? He tried to murder the man. All because of what was said. All because of what wasn't said. And we'll pick up next week. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.